Westplex 107.1, an animal. Shelly, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? You ever heard this goofy question? Hi, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? Um, I'd probably be a puppy. <laughs> Excuse me, that made me cough. A puppy? Why would you? What kind of a puppy? I don't know. There's probably a, a either a uh, golden retriever or a great peer. So you wouldn't be an adult dog. You'd be a puppy. I'd be a puppy. You'd be a puppy. Okay. So if there's like, everybody loves puppies. They, if puppies have their own smell to them, <laughs> you know, you sit there and they've you. got puppy breath. And, puppy breath. Uh, <sighs> Who wants puppy breath? <laughs> so if there's it's like, you're you're not you're not. A, a dog man, so I, you wouldn't see, understand see, puppy breath. Once again, I am not an animal hater like I've been made out to be. I don't think that you're an animal hater. I never said that. I, but you're I, not an animal hater. You have Q1. Well, but see, yeah, but yeah, right. A feral cat that lives in our parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you got her taken care of so she doesn't get in that position again. Uh, well, yes, but but it's not like, you know, I feed her or anything like that. I have, you do I, feed her, though. Well, every once in a while, but I do have the heated water bowl that I put out there when it gets really cold, but that's a whole other story. See, uh, but, that's you. Like your little yeah, puppy but, heart but, shining but through. But once again, there's people that will like you know it's it's, it's you know there's there's people who are who are uh, a passionate and there's people who are zealots. You know what I'm saying? And yes. the passionate people will say, "I love my dog. I love my cat. You know, everyone should have one. You know, do you have one?" And I will say, "No." And they'll say, "Oh, well, you don't know what you're missing." The zealots will go, "I love my dog. I love my cat. And if you don't have a dog or cat, there's something wrong with you." Get what I'm saying? Yeah, but animals like you, don't they? <laughs> no, they ate me. They bite me. I'm like the they post. Do not. I'm like the postman. Yeah, you know. I mean, like, how many times have I gone to somebody's place and they go, "Oh, my never, my dog never bites anybody." Cromp on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than being on it. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> you know, at least they don't draw blood. No, you just. I'd rather have. I'd rather have a little nip on my ankle than, than a pee ankle. <laughs> I can tell you, we had. Oh God, I shouldn't even tell this story. Uh, long, 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 long time ago, when I was first married and lived in our very first house, uh, my 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 wife came home one day and found a. Um, um, an injured little 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 puppy on our front lawn, and it had been hit by a car, apparently right out in front of our house. So she brought it in, and you know, and we nursed it back to health. Well, anyway, that dog got to be like super protective. And one day we were doing some work, and we were having some concrete poured at the house, and the concrete guy, you know, uh, I you know, uh, comes to the front door and didn't so you know, I mean, just opens the front door and walks in, and the dog. Bit him, you know where. You know what I'm saying? In the jewels? <laughs> yes, the dog jumped up and bit him in the groin. And if it wasn't for the fact that he had on, like, you know, a, a, a pair of, uh, it was it was a little bit on the cold side, and he had a pair of blue jeans on, plus he had a pair of bib overalls on, which were sort of, you know, if you've ever had some of those bib overalls, have pretty, you know, pretty heavy-duty fabric. And if it wasn't for the fact that he had two pairs of pants on, probably would have done some damage. But, you know, I mean, hurt him, but not, not you know, I mean, like, sort of like it would have been like, you know, if somebody would have, like, sort of, 
need you gently in the private parts, it would have been sort of the same effect. You know what I mean? It would like be like you yeah. go, oh my god, yeah. that hurt, and you'd recover in ten minutes. But <laughs> that was our that was our dog, and uh, you know, so and that was the last dog we ever had. Matter of fact, uh, we got to the point where when we moved to our other house, the dog just just couldn't deal with it for whatever reason, couldn't deal with the new house. So my mom and dad took him, and they kept him until uh, she died. So, but that was the last oh, pet I had, and that's been a long time ago. And and you know it's funny because my kids would always like when they're growing up, they're always like, you know, Dad, we want a dog. And I go, Hey, you know what? Dogs chew things up. They run around, you know, and you know, and you leave things laying. If if the house is perfectly clean, we can have a we can have a dog. And they'd go, okay. And the house would never be clean, so we never had a dog. And every time they would come back, and they'd go like, we want a dog. And I'd go, hey, is the house perfectly clean? Well, no, I've got some of my clothes laying on the floor. Okay, fine, guess what? We can't have the dog. <laughs> and that was you doing that? It was both me and my wife. That's funny. Yeah, and, and but but you, you know, know the things that we can get away with as parents. Well, no, no, you know no. what I'm it's, saying? It's not that we got away with it. It's to the point where it's like, look, you know, it's like anything. I mean, like you know, that's something that hopefully that was a life lesson we taught them. Essentially, said you want this, you have to do this. You know what I mean? You want a, you know, like my daughter's an attorney. You know, you want to be an attorney, you have to go to college and you have to go to law school. You can't just show up one day and take the bar and go like, hey, I'm an attorney. You know, in other words, there are things you have to go through. And that's life. You know, now there's some people that go like, well, that shouldn't be life. Well, that is life. That's what it is. If you want to be a nurse, you just can't show up at a hospital and say, hey, I want to be a nurse. You know, you got to go to school. You got to take the, you know, the, the, the exam, the board, and, you know, and then you get hired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You're yeah. exactly correct. One of those things, you know. See, I, I gave them a lot. You gave you what now? I gave them a lot. Oh, with your with your daughter? Uh-huh. Uh, so, but then on the other hand, I was extremely stressed. So that's why she turned out the way she is, right? Despite my shortcomings, <laughs> she turned out to be a pretty amazing young woman. Yes. We have to take a break. We will be back. It's BS in the Morning. Check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. And he's, he's B and S, just so you know. <laughs> no, she is B. I am S. And <laughs> unlike that that fake morning show in Las Vegas where it's it used to be Brittany and Sparks, and the guy's name is not really Sparks, so... So that's a fake S, and Brittany quit, and she's no longer there. So there's still BS in the morning, although there is no BS there. But we are truly BS in the morning right here. We are. On Westplex 107.1, Westplex 107.1, Genie in a Bottle, one of my favorite uh, good old uh, you-know-what uh, naughty songs. And uh, we play them from the naughties. That's the 2000s, the zero zeros, whatever you want to call it. And think, think about it. Next year... We'll be back to a decade where it'll be easy to describe. What will we call it? The twenties? Yeah, the twenties. You know, just yeah, it's huh, okay. part of twenties. You know, like you hear like if you, you talk about like the old time in the nineteen hundreds, they talk about the roaring twenties, you know, after World War One and prohibition and and you know, bootlegging and all the other crazy stuff. So yeah, it won't be because right now, think about it. How many people say refer to where we're at right now as the teens? Um, When's the last time you heard anybody say I that? I do. You do? I, I, yeah. I don't really hear people. I mean, you all the time you heard people talk about the 70s and the 80s. You know, they had that with that 70s show and you had the 80s and the 90s. And then the zeros, which nobody refers to, but we do, called the naughties. And then the, the teens. But the problem there is you got 10, 11, and 12, which aren't teens. 
because the decade actually starts with the year like 2000. So the decade will start with 2020. So when you start with the 2010, what decade is that? Well, it's not, it's the, if you say the teens, that gives you 13 through 19, but it doesn't give you 10, 11, and 12, right? So what do you call it? I call it, well, we call it the naughties and now because the naughties, the naughties <laughs> are, now is all encompassing. The now is like, is like anything from 2000 till, till now. So I guess next year we'll have to figure out, we'll have to say naughties now and the twenties or something. I don't know. Who knows? Goofy stuff, you know? Yeah, it is. Because, you know, think about it. I mean, how many times do you hear people refer about like, well, back in the eighties, you know, back in the 90s... I refer to the 80s quite a bit because I'm still living there. Well, but the you know the 60s, you had stuff like that. All the crazy things that happened in the 60s. Stuff like that, you know. Um, what kind of what crazy things are going to happen in the, tw- in the 20s? Well, there's already crazy things happening right now. We got a president who's, you know, in the process of being impeached. You know, I'm telling you. You know, it's interesting. I listen to... I shouldn't admit this. Uh, well, I do admit it because I listen to all sorts of different radio stations. That's one of the most common questions I still get. Do you get that, Shelley? Does anybody say to you, what station do you listen to when you're not on the air? Do you ever get no, that? No, they don't. Really? Uh-uh. I, I still get questioned all the time. They about, know I am Q through and through, oh and Westplex 1071 is right at the edge of my fingertips. Uh, hold on. Let me, yeah. get my, let me get my boots on. Uh, I still get I still oh. get the question about, about uh, well, when, well what, do you only listen to your own station? No. I listen to all sorts of different stations. I listen to NPR. And, uh, you know, and, and, and just like with me, with like in the morning, like when I look at news, I look at CNN and I looked at Fo- look at Fox News. And I think to myself, well, somewhere in between is the truth. Uh, and it's gotten to the point where, God, as a journalism, I almost hate to admit this, having a journalism degree, journalism's dead. You go, especially on CNN, if you go to their website, the very first story is always an opinion. Well, not always, but it's like most likely an opinion piece. And I'm going like, okay. It's uh, armchair quarterbacking. Well, I'm not, I'm going to CNN for the news. I'm not going to CNN for what guys, you know, what guy is interpreting the news. You know, I mean, and at least with some publications like the Wall Street Journal, you usually get a pretty good unbiased um, you know, report on on what's going on, but I don't know. Who knows? But um, it's the stuff with the impeachment, the thing yesterday on NPR, they're talking about how this has not gotten the attention of the average person, like the Clinton impeachments did, and if you go way, way, way back when, uh, like the Nixon impeachment, because nothing really salacious has come out. Now I'll say yet. Because remember, we talked about yesterday, the three witnesses, uh, the Republican guy under cross-examination said, have you ever met the president? And these people that no. all testified, they said, no. Have you ever talked to him? No. Have you ever been in the same room with him? No. You know, but yet they're testifying against him. That would be Isn't like... Isn't that a song? Well, but but see, that would, no. that would be like someone saying, well, you know, I told you the, the classic story of one of my clients who called me into his office one day, and there was a lady there um, that was just <laughs> ripping yeah. me apart. And she didn't know who I was. And I walked into his office and he, you know, and he put his hand up like Shelly does. In other words, don't talk. Just be quiet. And I walked in (laughs) and and he said to this lady who was in the room and he said, now, what did you say about that Brad Hildebrand guy? And she just went off. Oh, he, he's for like five minutes. And then (laughs) good old Randy, Randy stops and he says, and he looks at the lady and says, see that guy right there? And she goes, yeah. And he says, do you know who that is? She goes, no, I have no idea. 
And he says, that's Brad Hildebrand. <laughs> she like turned red because <laughs> here she was. Did she stomp out? I mean, no. how do you? She, I mean, uh, it, it was funny. something up like that. It was funny. She just like she was like tearing me apart. I've, I didn't even know who she was. I've never met this woman before. I didn't even know her name until Randy told me what her name was. I'm going like, well, my reputation precedes me. You well, know? your reputation has always preceded you. Number one and number two, there are three. You know, my mentor always always told me there are three impressions you can make. Good, bad, and none, and the worst is none. Well, the the perfect example of that is Donald Trump. You either love him or you hate him. There's usually no middle ground for him. You know, I mean, you know, first I'm off, I'm kind of like that too. You either love me or hate me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you say. Hey, we we have to take a break because we have to make a good impression on you with our clients. How's that for a segue? Um, good. <laughs> good. Thanks for the positive reinforcement. It's six twenty nine. <laughs> Westplex 107.1. That's what I just said. Boy, she just jumps right in there and talks on top of me. Uh, Adele. You know, remember there was a time when you couldn't do anything without hearing about Adele, and now nobody talks about Adele anymore. What happened to that? What's what's the deal? She probably got out of the limelight so she could raise her kids. Well, she lost weight. Did you know that? That's part of it? Oh, she did. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now yeah, she's yeah. out of the limelight, well, or what? You know, I, I don't, I don't quite get this whole thing with the, with you know, with the, the the fat shaming and stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's some people, like for example, there's some people that look good with some meat on their bones, and like perfect example, the weather dude on the Today Show. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, Al Roker. Yes, he lost weight. He looks terrible. And you know who he else looks terrible? Look like the same man. No, Al, he does not. I Al agree with Sharpton. That. Al Sharpton looks like okay. What happened to Al Sharpton? Remember, Al Sharpton was, used to be on the heavy side, and now Al looks like like a skeleton. You know. I mean, I, I think I, that's karma. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I, I hear what you're saying there, but but you know, it's just like women. Okay, there's there's the uh-huh. image that you have to be what five foot three. Uh, weigh 110 pounds and be 36, 24, 36 for you to be appreciated as a beautiful woman. Isn't that sort of like what still the norm is? You have to be sort of small and thin and have, you know, sort of like not necessarily the Barbie look because that's extreme, but, you know, have that curvaceous figure, right? Yes, that's true. And yet, if you go back in history, the, the famous painter Ruben who painted all these uh, women who were like... Uh, uh, Big in, fat cherubs? No. <laughs> Little said, chubby cherubs, you, more voluptuous. You said sure. it. I didn't. And they, the name is called Rubenesque. You know, that's uh, usually the term given someone who is a woman who is has a few pounds on her. And quite honestly, that's most women. I mean, and, you know, I mean, you know, think about it. And, and to the point where I don't find anything wrong with that. But yet there's some guys that like, well, one of the guys used to work with me on the air who doesn't work with me on the air because of this. Because one morning he decided to make fun of Oprah Winfrey and start talking about like, well, yeah, she she used to be slim and trim and she looked good. And then she packs on the pounds. And keep in mind, the guy who said that was eh, five foot six, weighed about 240. Get, get what Most I'm... people are like that. That is <laughs> yeah, true. You, you know, know, men want... Um, Men have a problem with curves. I, I don't. I don't quite get that. I've never understood that. I they find. Do. I but find, you know how you compensate that when you're when you're a larger woman. Uh, you wear a bikini all the time. No, you dress really nice, and people treat you different. 
Well, but that's the same. You get yourself up. You get your face on. You get your clothes on. Shelly. Make sure that they're dressed, you know, that they're nice and that you're dressed professionally and people will treat you different Shelley, than if you've got your Walmart clothes on. I, Shelly, I, it's the same thing as a guy. I can dress in like my work clothes, you know, like the, you know, like I'd use on the weekends, like when I'm cutting grass and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, people don't, you know, will sort of not necessarily give you much pass and or, or I can put on a suit and I can go places and I can walk into rooms. I can go to office buildings and walk into places where nobody questions me. You That's know, true. I mean, to the point where if I got my suit and tie on, I can walk into, you know, a government building and I can pretty much walk anywhere I want. But if I'm like in Joe work clothes, you know, or even casual, like, you know, blue jeans and, you know, like, let's say like, a, you know, a pullover shirt, like or a button down shirt, you know, so, sir, can I help you? You know, where are you going? What are you doing? You know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's the it's, uniform. It's, 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 it's true. It's the uniform. And do you know that women that dress, you know, dress real nice and and even if they're bigger. Um, and, and do you know that women actually dress for other women? You men think that we're dressing for you. We're actually dressing for other women. Well, do you know men dress for their dogs? No, they don't. Stop it. <laughs> You're such a goofball. Are you going to call BS on me? Yes. <laughs> you don't believe that that women that men dress for their dogs? Hey, hey, Rover, what do you think? You like these pants? Ruff, 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 ruff. Hey, I knew you'd like them. Come over here. Come here, boy. <laughs> Let me, look. Come over here and put fur all over me. <coughs> I've got a busy day. Excuse me. I laughed so hard I cough. Hey, we got to take a break. 644. Westplex 107.1. Ava Max. Sweet but psycho. That sort of describes Shelley, don't you think? <laughs> oh, snake charmer, you. Yeah, you know what? There are certain things I can do that will always make you laugh. You don't think I can do that? There are certain things that will always make me laugh, and then there are certain things that you zone in on that you know will send me over the edge. Well, there's something I can do that uh, it's something new, but any time I play it, you'll always laugh. So play it. <laughs> I snorted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I laugh because it's funny, and the reason it's funny is because one time we were there. Hold on, hold on and a minute. I mean, they were busy, hold. and he was cranking out that food, and it was like to the point where it's like a screaming child. Please get me out of here. Okay, hold on. I got to play it again because I didn't have it on the, uh, the, the 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 air check. So here, here one more time. Hold on. Number two ninety orders now, please guess number two nine zero. <laughs> I wonder if we should tell that young man that we're doing this. <laughs> tell him, hey dude, you're on the radio. <laughs> I'll be back to pick you up later, good looking. <laughs> you know, you know, I, 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 we're not making fun of the guy. I, I've always have a phrase that I essentially say, I love people that have a passion for what they do. And I would much rather walk into a place of business and have someone come up and say, hey, hi, how you doing? I'm glad you're here. Then you walk in and go like, yeah, I can help you. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And then you walk in and you go, yeah, they hate their job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost, it, it's, it's evident that or they like, hate their job, or like the 12-year-old. You, you have the robot worker to the point where it's like, is that a real person or is that a robot? 
a day. Hey, hey, can you know? Can you tell me where the the watchma blobber is? Yes, it's over in aisle number forty-two on the right, down near the floor. Thanks so much. You're most welcome. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, you have to you have to think. You know, Walmart is like the bi- the biggest retailer in the world, and if there was anybody that they were going to to test robots on artificial intelligence that look like real people it would be there have you, have you ever seen those robots in schnooks head i saw one a couple weeks back i have not seen that yeah, it's the uh-uh. it's, it's the inventory robots they go up and down the uh, the the aisles and they take inventory just another way to get not not have to pay someone well no no, See, no that's no. like self-checkout no 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 well you don't like the self-checkout do I do self-checkout? No, here's here's what I don't like about self-checkout. That takes away somebody's job, Brad. No, 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 no. I go do self-checkout because it's like, it's quick, but the problem is it's not quick anymore. It's to the point where you get these people that they go up there and they go like, oh. They have entire baskets of food. Oh, no, no, no. It's That's not usually the problem. <laughs> yes, they'll go they like, do. They'll, they'll, put the, they'll put whatever it is on the scanner and it doesn't go off and they'll go like, oh. Sir, can you help me? It doesn't. And to you know, the person will come over and go like, "You have to turn it around so the barcode is read by the scanner." Oh, okay. You know, are the one I was in one the other day where the lady, you know, puts all her stuff into you know she's she's scanning her stuff, but then instead of putting it into the little you know area where it weighs it to make sure that you know you're actually scanning the right thing and you know that you're paying for it and stuff like that, she's putting it in her basket, and the lady comes over to her and says, "Ma'am, um, you have to put it when you're scanning it. You have to put it over here because it weighs it." And and the lady looks at it, she goes. Well, I know how much it weighs. <laughs> like, okay, Aww. whatever. You know, you just have to go. Okay, honey, can I help you? <laughs> it's like there should be. See, see now, if 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 they should say they 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 should have certification for self checkout. So you should be able to have to go to a class, and you should have. You have to be this tall to ride <laughs> no, this ride. No, no, you have to take a class for the self checkouts. In other words, like, okay, so here's how the self checkout works, and you know, you do this and you do this, and then you get a little certification, just like my son has his unexploded ordinance. Uh, card, which I'm still jealous of. I told you that story, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I, that was a good story. You should tell everybody else. I, I want to have. I want to have my unexploded ordinance, my UXO card. I'll tell that some other time. But I see, I'm jealous of my oldest it's son. It's hilarious, yeah, by the way. He has his UXO card. Card. He shows it to me one day, and I go, "What is that?" It's from the federal government. He says, "Oh, it's my unexploded ordinance card." So, okay, so you can defuse bombs? No, I just can identify them. Okay, thanks. Where did you get that? At the Eglin Army Base in Florida? Okay, so you are a certified UXO card-carrying member. Love it. See, but I'm jealous of stuff like that. I want to have that. Just like I have two two driver's licenses. Actually, I have a driver's license and a non-driver's license. I bet you you don't have that, do you? No, because I don't have a CCW. I'm, but, I, but I'm special. I have two, but I have two different licenses. You are special, right? Brad. Right. Yeah. I sometimes I, I'll, I, I accidentally I will show my my non driver's license. You know, if like somebody says, "Can I see your ID?" and one guy said to me, he says, "How did you get here?" and I go, "I drove." and he says, "Yeah, but you don't have a driver's license." I go, "Oh, showed you the wrong one." 
So anyway, hey, oh, that's funny. No, he did. He said that to me because <laughs> I, I, I showed him my non-driver's <laughs> license and it was like at a shopping center. I think it was down in the valley. And the guy had, I can't remember why he had to show an ID or something like that. So it's like, you know, like, how do you get Were to, they carting you? No, how do you get, you know, think about it. Like, you know, Chesterfield Valley. How do you get to Chesterfield Valley if you don't drive? I don't think there's buses that go out there. You know, I mean, like, you know, and it's like not near anything. Nobody lives there. You know, nobody lives around the valley, right? So if you yeah. go to the valley, you pretty much Did have to you be know, in a car. Speaking of carding, I'm going to. Um, do you know that Walgreens, if you want to buy cigarettes, they make everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Show their ID. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. 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 Now, do I look like I'm um, 20 well, years old? Well, you know what? It's interesting. I went to, uh, you know, there aren't too many stores to anymore that sell CDs. And I went to a music store a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, and they asked me to see my card. And I showed him my music card, and the guy said, this is, this is a card A. And I go, yeah. And he says, I need you to see your Cardi B. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. 650. 107.1. Yes, one day I found Shelly, and my, wife, my, my life has never been the same. It's sort of like the day that I accidentally was carrying my gun, and it went off and shot me in the foot. My life's never been the same. Same kind of experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am the bane of your existence, Brad Hildebrand. Yeah, you're the, you're the bullet hole. I'm your karma. You're the, Welcome. You're the, bullet hole, you're the bullet hole in my foot. You know, I, 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 I told you about it. And your, and your Donald Trump toe? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I missed my Donald Trump toe. Did I, did I, I told you the story about my one friend who... Um, married the uh, the CIA agent, but she didn't realize she was married to a CIA agent. Did I ever tell you the yes, story? Yes, yes, you did tell me that. <laughs> How she got shot in the leg in Nigeria by a guard at the airport? Is that weird or what? Uh, that... It's 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 movie making stuff right and there. She told me and that's it, Mr. and Mrs. Smith right there. Right, and she told me that, and and I go, yeah, right. And she says, no, she pulls up her pants leg, and you can see where the bullet went in the back of her leg. Go like, okay, you got shot in the leg. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Uh, it's BS in the morning. She's B. I'm S. You can check out our website, bsinthemorning.show. Um, how about this deal? And I know you're probably, and, and look, I'm not making funny when I say this, but you don't follow the, the, the NFL and stuff like that. Uh, do you know I about don't. this this Miles Garrett story? I am story? the most boring radio host no, ever. No, no, no. Okay, do you, know, do you know about Miles Garrett? You know what I'm talking about? No. Last Thursday night's game, uh, Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Miles Garrett is a defensive uh, player. Um, I think he's a defensive lineman. And Mason Rudolph is the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. In one of the plays, uh, Miles Garrett was rushing the quarterback, Mason Rudolph, and tackled him, ripped his helmet off, and then whacked him in the head with his helmet. So this is Miles Garrett, uh, the defensive lineman who tackled Mason Rudolph, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, tackled him, ripped his helmet off, and whacked him in the head with his helmet. That was personal. Well, yeah, he's got an indefinite suspension. And uh, matter of fact, essentially what they said was uh, it came out in a news conference yesterday with uh, with uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Roger Goodell, who is the uh, head of the NFL. He essentially said that he has an indefinite suspension, an open ended suspension, which means that they can essentially say, you know what? We may never we may never, uh, 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 you know, end your suspension. You may never play another game in the NFL. And they essentially said that he's already out for the rest of the season. 
And uh, Goodell's quote was, there's no place for that in the game, which totally, I think most people would agree. So it's like, okay, that's like going a little bit too far. Um, Anyway, uh, they said that the only reason they will let him back in is if he apologized. Now, he already has apologized and said he's sorry in the whole bit, but they're going to have a meeting with him probably at the end of the season or after the end of the season. And essentially, uh, the NFL is going to decide whether he'll be able to play next year or not. But, you know, when you think about it. Did he say why he did it? He just needs to take his comeuppance and move on. Yeah, but, but think about it for a minute. The, the thing that sort of gets me about this is that, okay, this is the NFL, okay? And They're supposed to beat each other up. It's like hockey. Yes, it's to the point where, like, if you try. <laughs> I mean, that's why people go. Right. To see you, somebody get tackled. And, well, no, and yeah. If you, the, take, if you take, you fun. know, the adrenaline rush and Well, like, your, your point you make, which is a good point, it's like the NF, like the NHL. If you go to the NHL game, if you go to the Blues game and there's no another fight, you're going like, well, there was no fights. You know, I mean, and, and to the point where I mean, that's why people go. They want to bleed blue. They want to see teeth knocked out. They want right. to, you know. But I will say that <laughs> there's a big variance between the sizes of the football players. So I could see why that would probably cause a little. Problem. What do you mean, size of the football players amongst themselves, or compared yes. to other athletes? Yes. No, most of the football players are pretty big guys. You don't have too many small that. guys in the football. I mean, there are there are there are a few of them who are like, you know, running backs and things like that who are essentially, you know, can, you know, crouch down and, you know, squirt places they normally couldn't get. But most of your guys are big dudes. You know, I mean I, know. I, I I'm I'm six foot two and weigh about two fifteen. I would be like a small NFL player. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. Yes, yes, you would. Yeah, most of the guys. So what was the size comparison? Not that it makes a difference, but what was the size comparison between the two? I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things, though. I mean, you know, to the point where where it's one of those things he's go like, okay, you don't rip the guy's helmet off and then whack him in the uh head with his own helmet. It's like, no, that doesn't happen. Isn't that just bad form? Well, it's good. You could kill somebody like that. Think about it for a minute. I mean, well, you know, know. you know, if, if you know, with their helmet on, you, you whack them in the head with their helmet. You know, you still get concussions and things like that. But when you rip his helmet off and then hit him in the head with a helmet, I mean, come on now. That's like, that, you know, I mean, you could very easily kill somebody like that. Absolutely. That was that was completely well, personal but, or he was being a man child. But, but see, you know, here, and having a tantrum. I, I keep saying this and I, I say this. I'm not a big fan football fan and i say this to some of my football fans because they're you know the whole deal is the concussion protocol and they're being very being very careful with that as they should uh, but i still say i got the solution and everybody else looks at me like okay what's you know mr brainiac what's your solution i go pad the outside of the helmets too if you put like you know an inch of foam on the outside of the helmets you know if you have that helmet to helmet contact cuz that's where a lot of the concussions are when you got two guys that whack each other you know helmet to helmet if you got like an inch of foam on the outside of the helmet you know it's like you know like in the old days if you remember like the old cars the old car cars had like a steel dashboard you know and if you whacked your head against the dashboard guess what you know dashboard wins you're going to lose but then they decided oh well we'll pad the dashboards so that if somebody's head or their arm or their legs impact the dashboard you're still going to have some injury but you're not going to have as nearly as much injury as you had from like whacking your your head against a steel dashboard you know, well, same thing. Instead of having a hard outside surface to the football helmets, put like a one inch of foam on there. So then you got the foam on the inside, you got foam on the outside. 
And there are all sorts of guys that break their hands, you know, by, you know, by uh, especially broken fingers. So should fingers. we keep these men in a bubble? <laughs> they get paid multi-million dollars make, make to a, do their job. Make a don't touch, you think make that, a touch football. I don't know. Make, they're going to be the boy in the bubble. Make it, they're going to be John Travolta, but, the but, boy in the bubble. See, see, the problem is the, the every year. Oh, my God. We could sit there and put those little plastic things around them, you know, that you could sit there and roll down the hill. But they could sit there and they could run and they'd have this little balloon around them. Why don't we do that? Well, but but see, the problem is, is that <laughs> every year the players get stronger and the game gets faster. You know, I mean, if and it's to the point where if you took like a player from like the 50s or the 60s. Like and some, uh, and, Tar- Tarkenton? Well, yeah. And somehow you could transport them to, to you know, the current, I mean, in their in the same shape they were in the 50s or 60s. And you could transport them to modern day football. They'd get killed. Because they were also that's because for one thing they weren't as big as they are now. That's my point. You know, I went to the Veterans Museum last night in yeah. in St. Charles. Right. You, it, it's amazing how small these young men were compared to nowadays. Well, that's I mean you know it, it, here look at it this way too. Look at a picture like if you look at a picture of an old a picture of like everybody at a ball game like back in the fifties or stuff like that. Yes. First yes. off, everybody's got the men all have suits on. You know they're at the ball game with a suit, suit and tie. Yeah. They got a hat yes, on. They are. And they're all skinny guys. There, you know, there's no big fat dudes like there are today, you know, and the women are all sort of on the skinny side as well, too. You know, what happened? That's because that's what was going on back then. You know what happened? Uh, fast food. McDonald's. That's what happened. Yep. Fast food. <laughs> and, 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 and back then, no Little Debbie's. They didn't have Little Debbie's back then? I don't know. I'm just saying. I've been researching Little Debbie's, actually, oh, for that's you. spooky. Yeah. <laughs> we got to take a break. It's 7.15. Westplex. That's what I just said. Westplex 107.1. Good morning to you. It is BS in the morning. And I am S and she is B, but I don't think she's here. I think she left. I didn't leave. I'm oh. here. Oh, I thought you left. That um, was wishful thinking, Brad. You're stuck with me, dude. Wishful thinking. Listen to you. I thought I you. I am your penance. I thought you. You know. I thought you stepped out of the the uh, the studio for a minute. Okay. I did. I have to tell you a somewhat stupid story, uh, which is I learned something last night. Okay. I do, as you know, maybe the listeners don't know, but I do some freelance voice work, and I'm on a couple different uh, services where I get stuff from all over the world. And it's really interesting because some of the stuff that I end up doing is like I'm, I'm on phone systems where sometimes if you call certain places, uh, you'll hear my voice. Hi, thanks for calling, you know, that kind of stuff. And you are also the ultimate phone system dude weren't you well i was on for a while i was in the old days i was the southwestern bell mobile systems guy so that if when you dialed a wrong number you got me but that's a whole nother story okay so i get a script yesterday afternoon from a guy who i've done some work before and he wants to do and he's doing a narration for a kid's video okay it's going to be an animated kid's video and i am supposed to be mr bones okay and mr bones is a dog okay so he wants me to be <laughs> mr bones and and he sends me the script As a matter of fact uh, you know I'll, I'll read you one of the lines i'll just read it normally the mr bones is i'm going sniff sniff hi i'm mr bones you smell like peanut butter how do you feel today do you feel happy okay so i get the script and he says read it like clifford the big red dog 
Yeah. So I go online and I go on YouTube and I bring up a video for Clifford the Big Red Dog. Okay. Do you know which one I'm talking about? You know the. I the, do. Who doesn't know Clifford? We go way back. Okay, but here's the interesting thing: the videos I bring up, Clifford doesn't talk. He just like barks, and he never talks. And I'm going like, oh hell no! Well, how in the hell am I supposed to read this script when if I'm supposed to sound like Clifford the Big Red Dog and all he does is bark? Okay, I found out something very interesting. And as I did a little research on this, I go to Wikipedia, and it turns out that in the original Clifford the Big Red Dog, the original series, which only was on for three years, Clifford talks. And then, when they, when then, then the series went away, the animated series went away, and then it came back, but Clifford doesn't talk. Do you know why he stopped talking? For more imagination? No. The original voice of Clifford the Big Red Dog was John Ritter, who was on Remember Three's Company? Oh, yeah. And he died. So they stopped production of the original Clifford the Big Red Dog cartoon series because the voice, John Ritter, who was Clifford the Big Red Dog, was not alive anymore. And when they brought back the series again, Clifford doesn't talk anymore. So I'm going like, okay, so now I have to find a video, one of the original videos from like 2000, 2001 of Clifford the Big Red Dog with John Ritter. And I'm thinking he's doing like a goofy voice. He's John Ritter. That was the original voice. It was just like, it was just him, just talking. It wasn't like him, oh, hi, I'm Clifford the Big Red Dog. It wasn't anything like that. It was just John Ritter going like, hey, I'm, I'm Clifford the Big Red Dog. He was talking like a normal person. Yeah. Which, it was, is, which he was, is the way dogs talk. He was John Ritter. So originally I did this video, this audio track for this guy with a little bit of like, you know, goofy sounding to it. And he emails me back, no, man, you know, just be yourself. And I go, okay, I'll be myself. So I just read it. And the only one thing you wanted, because it's a kid's video, it says read it sort of slow. And so I read sort of slow. And, you know, all it was was like, you know, here I go. It's like, you know, Hi. I'm Mr. Bones. Yeah, you smell like peanut butter. And he loved it. <laughs> so I'm the character on some goofy animated story or something like that. But, Aww, but I, that's actually kind of priceless. Well, but, but the goofy thing about it was I had no idea because I don't, you know, my kids were, you know, by, well, by the 2000s, my youngest son would only been like six or something like that, six or seven. And I don't remember... I don't know. I don't think they were into Clifford. They, my, my, my one son was a big Thomas the Tank Engine guy, and my oldest son was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, and my daughter, um, she was into, uh, I don't know what world she was into. She was into, uh, I don't know, I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, so Clifford the Big Red Dog, originally he talked when John Ritter was alive, and then when John Ritter died, Clifford the Big Red Dog doesn't talk anymore. So how's that? And by the way, I played that Cardi B song because I gave my stupid joke earlier about, you know, I went to the library. And, and I didn't understand that. And you, yeah, didn't know who Cardi, you didn't know who Cardi B was. That was Cardi B. You, you know Thank who, you for you knowing know who that. Cardi you know B why is. I knew that? Why? Because I YouTubed it. Oh, <laughs> you watched Cardi B? I did. And, and you, know what, you, know what, you know how Cardi B, um, 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 you know, sounds? Yes. Did you ever hear her, you ever hear her talk? No. Here's Cardi B. You ready? Calm down. Calm down. That's Cardi B. Okay, Brad. 
Oh, look, it's 728. <laughs> Westplex 107.1, undrunk. You ever been undrunk? I think I'm undrunk right now. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was undrunk. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't want to sound like I'm Mr. Krabby. I talk about driving and stuff like that and crazy people driving. But I had something that happened to me yesterday, and this has happened to me a couple times, and it really bugs me. There's it's a because you drive. No, 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 no. Here, let me tell you the story. I'm you on the need in- to listen to Sammy Hagar. No, 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 no. I don't drive 55. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what's really funny? <laughs> I heard somebody on another radio station, a young, a young woman who's probably in her mid-20s, and I won't embarrass her, and they were talking about Sammy Hagar, and Hagar, whatever you want to call him, Hagar. And they were talking about the song, I Can't Drive 55, and she didn't understand what that song was about. Oh, because she was young and she wasn't around. She didn't pay. She was too young to remember speed limit being 55. Right, right. When they changed the national speed limit like to 55 miles an hour. Right. And nationally, that all the interstates dropped down to 55. And she was like... So do you mean, and once again, I'm not making fun of it. It was sort of funny because it was a thing. It's like, you know, if you were born like within the last 20 years, you'd go like, I don't get it. Well, why, you know, I can, you know, if you get out on I-70 west of like Forestell, the speed limit's 70. When you get out on 44 west of Six Flags, the speed limit's 70. How, what do you mean 55? 55 mile an hour speed limit? You know, that kind of a thing. But anyway. It was, Did she know who Sammy Hagar was? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was interesting. And by the way, i got to talk about that too. Let's talk about the next, well, you know, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Remind me that either we'll talk about the next break or we'll talk about Motley Crew tomorrow, which is a pretty interesting story. Uh, that was actually pretty interesting. Interesting what you sent me. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about that tomorrow, okay? So here's my deal, okay? There's a law that they passed, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago that you're supposed to pull over for pull over a traffic lane if you see a police officer or an emergency vehicle on the shoulder. Tow truck, yes. highway department guy, you know, police officer, fire department guys. You're supposed to pull over a lane, okay? So yeah. I'm on 44. And I'm heading west in 44 yesterday, and I come up over the hill. I'm out there, you know, where it's sort of hilly out there, uh, west of Six Flags. And I see up ahead, as I, as I top a hill, I see about a mile ahead of me. I can see about a mile ahead. There's a police officer who has a car pulled over in the right shoulder. Okay? So as I get closer, I, you know, I'm in the right lane, so I move into the center lane because there's three lanes rare. So just as I am ready to go around the police officer, I'm in the center lane, a guy passes me on the right doing like 80 miles an hour and i'm going like dude you know you know what i'm saying it's like first off you're not supposed to pass on the right second off and 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 apparently he got mad at me because i pulled into his lane where he was doing like 85 miles an hour and i'm you know and he was in the center lane and you know and he came up on behind me real quick so at the last minute he pulls out around me, you know, and goes onto the right lane to pass me on the right and goes right by the cop who's standing out giving a person a ticket. And I'm going like, you know, why can't, here's what they need. Here's what the police officers need. They need a paintball gun that they carry on their hip. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm sure that would work. And and when somebody does something stupid like that, he's already occupied because he's given out that ticket. He needs, and they need to be color-coded. So in other words, the police would be like, they would shoot out like a bright blue paintball and they would fire a couple rounds at the back of that car and splat, splat, have it on the hit in the back of the car. So when another police officer sees him, oh, oh there's a guy. And then he would pull him over. Sir, you've been marked 
as a bad driver, I'm giving you a bad driving ticket. But, but officer, you didn't see me do anything wrong. But yet, you've got blue paintball on the back of your car. That means that you have been tagged by one of our officers when you did something illegal. What do you think of that law, huh? Think that would work? Have you ever seen the movie RoboCop? <laughs> So, so you're saying I should like they should have like ray guns or something like that or like a laser that would blow the guy's car up as he did something illegal no, like that? No, not necessarily, but um you know, if somebody shot a paintball at you, you would somebody would file charges because you know, it could have impact traffic when okay, they're gonna they're somebody's coming up around you because you're driving 25 I'm not and a 50, driving 25 and then um so they sit there and they nail that guy for speeding um with a paint gun but yet two people back see the the police officer pointing a gun at this car you don't think that's going to cause a lot of traffic incidents? I think people would slow down. <laughs> I mean, if you're on the highway and you, I mean, you know, you know, it would be, it would be like, okay, the paintball guns would be orange. So in other words, when you saw the, you know, the the police officer with the paintball gun, it would be, oh, he's got a paintball gun on. He's getting ready to mark that car. No, you don't think? I didn't know paintball guns were orange. No, I said they would make them orange. They would make them orange so you wouldn't mistake them for a real gun. Just like on the kids' toys. If you look at kids' toys and the guns, they have like an orange thing on the end of the barrel. You know. So they... you think that this is going to be on a national level? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't think that? Okay, yeah, well, they sat there and did the credit card processing, and none of them are the same nationwide. So if they can't get that right, well, how, what, how what makes we, you think they're going to get the paintball right? How did we get the credit card processing from police, you know, shooting paintball at bad motorists? Would make that make that correlation for me? What did I miss there? Credit uh, card processing? They sat there. They had a product. Right. They knew that they were going to roll it out nationally, right. but yet they they gave no conformity or no regulations on how they were going to use to process that credit card payment so it's either you know you press credit on the screen or you press the enter button or you press the yellow button or you press the, the red button everybody is different there is no conformity okay here's here's how shelly relates to things if i said something about <laughs> yeah tell me how I, said, I relate to things if i said something about boy i really love my little debbie's cakes you know shelly would say you know i went to scroll with the girl and she was big debbie we called her big debbie because she was big she wasn't little she was big debbie I go, Shelly, I was talking about... How did you know that? I was talking about Little Debbie's cakes. I know, I know, but Little Debbie's little, and I went to school with the Big Debbie. How did you know that? (laughs) How in the world do you correlate police officers with paintball guns shooting blue paintballs at people who do nasty things on the highway to credit card processing? Make make that jump for me. If you're going to make a national thing... (laughs) <laughs> Just never mind. In my mind, it makes sense. And I bet in other people's that's, mind, that's this a, is a Venus-Mars thing. That's a so scary move thought. On. Oh, look, it's 742. <laughs> no, no, one more minute. I get what you're saying about that on sometimes you go to use your credit card and sometimes to All use credit, you have to hit, you have to hit, you know, enter or whatever like that. And I know some terminals are different. You If you do one All thing. All terminals are different. But. Why does that have anything to do with my goofy idea of the police shooting pink balls at cars? If it's going to be a national campaign, they need to get it right and standard in all of the states if it's going to be a national campaign. 
Okay. They can't have one one state be orange and the next state be purple. But you could care less about the fact that they'd shoot paintballs. You just want to make sure that the paintball guns are all the same color. Correct. <laughs> I want conformity. <laughs> you know, <laughs> years ago, <laughs> I had a psychiatrist you tell me. You met someone that was I had a, as silly no, as I was? <laughs> no, I had a psychiatrist tell me. Honest to God, it's a weird story. I wasn't actually seeing him as a patient, but it was he actually wrote an article, and I liked the article, and I called him one day, and he called me back. And that doesn't surprise me. We discussed me. the article, and he said, you're the kind of person that constantly needs to be challenged. So that's why I have Shelly. 7.4.107.1, Shape of You. What a huge hit that was for him. Do you like that song? It really was. And have you seen the video? Yeah, I have. It's uh, that's the one. Isn't that the one where he's like the the uh, the, the the fighter? I thought it was the one where he was the dancer. Oh, I don't remember. It wasn't. It 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 didn't make an impression on me as much as some of my other favorite videos. Clearly, do. <laughs> like point at you. That's one of my favorite videos. What is it? Point at you. What's the song? It's a country song. That's the name of the their song. Point at you. Oh, okay. It's a country song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of good country videos. Yeah, I am. I'm, I like the Get Up song. The Get Up song? Do you, yeah. Can you do that dance? I'm learning it. <laughs> I'm not lying. You, I'm learning you know, it with my flash mob. Do you know, I was looking at the stuff the other day on the charts again because, you know, make sure we're playing the right music and look what's playing nationally and locally and stuff like that. And do you know that, that uh, Old Town... Old Town Road is still in the top forty. It's like is it's, it really? It's like thirty. We're not playing it. Well, we do. It's 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 not in the it's not in the hot rotation anymore. Like it was. It's still it's still there. Oh, but but okay. and the country people still are not happy with Lil Nas X, which is sort of oh, interesting. Wow. Nor are they happy with Blanco Brown. <laughs> Put you your know. golden guitar and your your diamond studded cowboy boots up in your truck I, and I, get over well, it. I can remember. You know, it's funny. I can remember. Um, uh, recently, uh, uh, Tim McGraw was complaining about that too. That there was a heritage of, <coughs> excuse me, cough came out of nowhere. There was a heritage that country music should should you know stay with. But remember, Tim McGraw did a duet with Nelly. Remember that? I'm thinking to myself. Yes, no, I hold do. Hold on it's a one minute of my now. Songs. Tim McGraw, who's sort of saying, "Hey, we have to respect country music," but yet he does a duet with Nelly. You know, because he was making. Uh, uh, see, in country music world. There's still a lot of the artists who've been around for a while are still making fun of Florida Georgia Line. They think that that's they they started what's called the bro country revolution, where you know and and what, what what's and in, I'm not a country person. Are you talking into your vapor again? Dished. <laughs> Anyway, that's an inside joke. Anyway, I can't remember where I was going with that. He threw, he threw me off with that. One, <laughs> that's one, my job. One morning, to throw you off every one day. One morning, Brad. I'm talking to Shelly on the radio here, and it sounds like she's like in a in the bathroom down the hall. And I said to her, just as a joke, I said, "Are you talking into your microphone? Are your vape?" And she was. She was talking. What do you call it? What is your thing called? It's not a jewel. It's a what? It's a Nord? It's a Nord. What's a Nord? It's it's a vape. But I've never heard of a Nord before. Is that like something like, like out of Nordstrom's or something like that? It's the Nord vape? No, it's just called a Nord. N-O-R-D. N-O-R-D. Yeah. And well, you know what? It's a vaping apparatus. I, I, I do remember that. I heard that ad the other day. Hi. You should, if you're a nerd, you should use the new Nord. 
No, you didn't. I heard that ad, yeah. Hi. If you're a nerd, use the Nord. That sounds like something that would be out of one of the Art Art, um, Schwarzenegger movies, Back from the Future. Really? It doesn't have anything to do with credit card processing? (laughs) Oh, it's 758. I like the way she says that. Burr, Bash. Isn't she the cutest thing ever? Who's the guy that goes, Burr, Bash? Matthew Weingartner. Yeah, Matthew. Burr, Bash. Home Town Cleaners. Burr, Bash. Bash. It sounds like it's cold outside. It's Burr, Bash. Hey, that's going to do it for us, uh, Brad and Shelly. And before I leave this morning, I want to make one thing uh, sort of resonate in your mind today. As you go through your mind, as you go through your day today, you ready for this, Shelly? I want you to do as well, too, okay? Okay. Do you know what the Kevin Bacon game is? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Right, six degrees of separation. The idea being you're supposed to try to stump somebody. You're saying, like, you know, the James Bond movie Goldfinger, and you're supposed to somehow tie Kevin Bacon in six moves or less to, you know, that particular thing. Here's what I want to challenge everybody to do today. Think about as you go through your day, and in six moves or less, Try to correlate whatever you do to credit card processing, okay? <laughs> you are such a funny man. Who knew a Mike Monkey and a comedian? You don't like that idea? I do like that idea, and I could probably give you six moves or less on what my correlation was between, I don't even know what we were talking about. What were we talking about? Well, Shelly was talking about, and she doesn't really talk about this too much anymore, but she's got a couple new kids. Uh, she has her daughter, but then she had a couple kids recently, and she was driving around with them, and, uh, you know, she was telling them, what, what did she, what, what was that again, Shelly, what'd you say? They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Bob. Uh, they can't hear her because she's listening to Kids Bob. <laughs> You're so funny. You make you make me LOL, Brad Hildebrand. And, and then for lunch, Shelly will go to Freddy's just to hear him say, Yes, number 290 orders now, Freddy. Please guess number 290. And then Shelly will say, You know what? You know what? I wish we had somebody on the station that would give like birthdays and things like that. So we no, get we don't get do it. we get Henry DiCarlo. Oh, what a oh, beautiful morning. <laughs> That was meant to be. <laughs> Henry DiCarlo saying. Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and Hugh Janus turning 10. <laughs> Just had to go there, didn't you? Man child. And now the most favorite man in St. Charles steps up to the microphone and says. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> really? I practiced that all day. Oh, go, go ahead. And now you're going to sit go, there and go, go ahead. I can't do it. More, no, I can't do it more no, than once. No, it's ahead. 803, everybody. Have a great go, day. No, Peace. Go, go ahead and say it one more time. I promise I'll be good. Go ahead. Uh-huh. High Chris promise. Easily made, easily broken. Okay, go ahead. So now, everybody, um, let's let's tune in as the favorite man in St. Charles steps up to the microphone and says. Yes, number 290. Oh, you. Okay, I'm done. Have a great day, everybody. Peace. And you, Brad, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> and here's the most famous man in St. Charles County. Hey, people. Your mom called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, and industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988, or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071.